This is the man and the goat. What's up, everybody? This is the man and the goat. I'm here with Woody. Say what's up, Woody. Hello, hello. How you doing? This is Ray. We want to do a special podcast tonight, and uh, we want to talk about women, right? And one of the things that uh, Woody's been talking to me about, and I just want to want to start with him, let him get off, get it off his chest. And uh, he always talks to me about how men nowadays need to have a good woman. So I'm going to throw that out there and then I'll throw it over to you, Woody, and explain what you mean by, uh, you know, having a good woman, what that means to you and and why it's so important. Okay. So I think that right now in our society, a strong woman is portrayed as somebody that, you know, supports herself is all about herself, very selfish. It's a very selfish image when I think about a strong woman now of what's portrayed in the media and all that kind of stuff. But I think that that's dead wrong. And I think that's part of the problem with our divorce rate. I think our divorce rate is so high because we have the media and and culture, American culture in general, has like pushed this wedge between men and women where now we put them into a competition against each other. And it's unfortunate to me. I don't understand it. You know, you should not be competing with your wife or or the wife should not be competing with her husband. This is not a this is not a competition. <clears throat> this is a team and this is a, a cohesive team and it should be one. And you guys need to be working together and supporting each other. And I think that it's very important, very, very important for young men. You know, and I mentioned this in the last episode where. Our, our key demographic and, and a lot of the listeners, and I'm happy about this. I, I'll tell you, I'm thrilled to, by the fact that a huge section of our listeners are 18, 34-year-old men. Because I think they need this message more than anybody. Pick the right girl. And and I could get off into a whole other aspect, but that's that's my key that's my key thing. And and you mentioned something to me off top offline we were talking and I thought it was, it was, you know, a great point. And I've, and I actually, um, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, I'm being real, but I've kind of almost experienced this, you know, myself for a little bit. And then I became, you know, a whole different man, but anyway, okay. So I think it's very important for young men to realize that let's say you're in high school and, and you have that first girl or you're in college, you know, or you're just out of high school, you're very young, and, and you've met that first woman that's going to put out, you know, and, and you guys are hot and heavy, and you're having a lot of uh, a lot of sexual relations. If she leaves you, for whatever reason, do not think, or do not slip into this, this mindset that you're never going to get laid again, because you will. I promise you, you know, you will. Especially if you listen to the man and go, and you follow what we tell you, because if you carry yourself with confidence that you can fucking build anything you want to, or you can, f- you want to, because you're fit, you're fucking ready, you're you're ready to go to war, right? It's it, a lot of it is about confidence. When you exude exude confidence, and I learned this, you know, uh, early in life. If you exude confidence, women they pounce on that shit. They love confidence, and trust me, it doesn't matter, because. Just, just trust me. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter if if you're not the the hottest guy in town. They want to fuck the confident guy before the hot guy. If the hot guy acts like a fucking pussy, 
All right. That's that's anyway. Yeah, I think that's important for for young men to realize. What do you think, dude? I kind of went a little bit long there, but I think I was I think I was hitting it pretty much spot on. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I think uh, right now we have a lot of a lot of men, young men that uh, are just doing everything wrong when it comes to women. You know, you're you're choosing a woman that yeah might be cute or might be whatever. But if that if that woman isn't supporting you in the things that you want to do they're they're going to be basically a ball and chain holding you back you know you want to find a woman that is going to support you you know going to cheer for you right going to going to be there for you as you try to go after your goals if you got the last person you want is the person you sleep next to every night doubting you putting you down and doing you know all these things that are just basically holding you back whether it's mentally you know physically if you're trying to go to the gym and then they're yelling at you you know I'll give you an example whenever me and my wife first got together and this is just an important about establishing boundaries and establishing boundaries early when me and my wife uh, first got together um you know we got done hanging out spending time together smashing whatever and then i decided i was like hey i'm gonna go to the gym and she was like but i'm off today and i was like okay cool well i'll I'll, you know i'll call you after the gym (laughs) and then she was like but i'm off today and i was like all right cool and i started putting my shoes on she's like She's like, you're going to the gym? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to the gym. She Like, for the first couple times I did this, she'd start, you know, complaining. You know, what? I can't believe you're going to the gym. I'm I'm here. We're supposed to do whatever, right? All this stuff. And I would just slowly start putting my shoes on and getting ready. And then she'd be like, she reached the point where it was like, you're going to the gym, are you? Yes, I told you I was going to the gym. Like, no amount of complaining is going to stop me. That's what I'm going to do. And I will see you in an hour and a half or whatever it is, right? And, uh, and it got to the point where rather than arguing about whether or not I was going to the gym, the question became, what are we going to do after the gym? Right. And it's just basically about like, you know, she realized that the gym, uh, was a big part of my life. Right. And I'm going to make time for it. And, you know, and granted, I don't, I will skip the gym for my family. Right. Don't get it twisted. But at the same time, establishing those boundaries and, and making sure that now she supports me when I go to the gym, you know, and, you know, she knows that it's one of my passions and, and she loves the fact that I go, obviously, you know, for physical attractiveness and those sorts of things. But you definitely want to make sure that that person is going to support you in what it is you really care about. And they may not at first, like my wife didn't, but they need to understand, you know, and you need to set those boundaries uh, sort of as a man or just as a human being with some respect and dignity. Um, and you just got to do that, you know, but um Along, along those same lines, you know, you're talking about relationship-wise, right? And the first time you get some pussy, you might, uh, you might, you probably will fall for it, right? You're going to be hooked. Trust me, it happens to everybody. But uh, you need to make sure that, that you know, you maintain your own dignity and don't let somebody walk all over you uh, because you're, you know, sexually attracted. And a perfect example of this is, you know, we've all had the friends with benefits moment, right? You know, you want to date a girl, you've been friends, you finally work up the courage to ask her to go out and then she wants to just be friends and 99% of the people fucking say yes to that, right? I'm telling you right now, if you are sexually attracted to somebody, don't play the shortstop. Don't, don't do the whole friends, you know, hoping that, you know, you're going to basically catch a piece of ass in the future whenever her boyfriend breaks up with her or some shit like that you know that's not what you want to do you just want to go hey look i really like you and i don't think we can be friends so i'm that's fine you want to be friends i don't think we can because i like you call me if your opinion changes (laughs) 
and leave it at that. You know, like you need to have some, some, your own self-respect because it's kind of hard to move forward when you're, you know, you're hanging out with a woman that you want to be with or you're attracted to. Um, and, you know, you might have other options, but you're waiting on this woman to figure out what she wants to do. Don't wait on her. You need to make your own choice. And, uh, and I highly recommend that you say no to uh, let's just be friends. Yeah. Well, I, Man, I'll be honest. You know, you kind of took it a, a different direction than what I was what I was going with, and uh, which is great. But the the whole friends with benefits thing. Uh, oh, friends with benefits are fine. <laughs> I'm saying the the let's just be friends point. You know, the friends oh. friends without benefits when you want there to be benefits is what I'm saying. That's what you want to say no to. The friends with benefit option could be a-okay yeah no you're right yeah oh absolutely yeah i mean if you have a if you have feelings for a woman and trust me you can have women that are friends that you do not have you know uh sexual feelings for like that's a thing yeah so but 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 what, what i would say is if you have you know this longing that you know you look at this girl and you're like i just want to fuck you um you're not going to be friends i don't I agree with you there. I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's possible. I think that really it's going to be a, it's going to, it's going to cause a bad situation for you as a, as a man or, or as a woman. But what I was yeah. getting at. Sorry. Was, I was, I was, oh, was going to go bring it back cause, cause I, uh, I deviated. So I apologize for that. But, uh, so back to, uh, marriage and finding the right woman. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. So along that note, uh, part of being the right woman and the right man is making sure that both of you are attracted to each other. Um, you'll see a lot of people that think because you get married, you can just kind of let yourself go and you see it all the time, you know, and then what happens is you kind of, you're, you're no longer attracted to the person that you once were. Right. And because you let yourself go, I, I know society is going to tell you that it's okay to put on 40 pounds in a beer gut. But if your wife no longer wants to fuck you because of that, that's your problem and your fault. So I think part of that is you need to man up and realize that and do something about it. Now, on the flip side, I think it's both your jobs to make sure that you're, you know, it's your wife's job to make sure that she's attracted to you or you're attracted to her. And it's your job to make sure that she stays attracted to you. If if you're constantly wanting to have sex with your wife and she doesn't because she no longer finds you attractive, I'm going to give you the cold, hard truth. You need to do something about that, right? Like uh, you need to find out what it is she's attracted to, whatever it is. And you'll be surprised. Some, uh, a lot of women are attracted to things that a lot of men wouldn't even think about, you know, like, like dad bods. It's yeah. Like there's a limit, right? It's kind of like, uh, you know, you know, the, the frog in the, in the kettle, right? You know, you turn the heat up and it thinks it's so, Right. I, I I know it's probably gonna distract you, but have you heard that that like that's a new trend? Like girls are digging the dad bod thing. So that there, yes, that is. I would argue uh, one of two things happening. Right, you gotta remember, right? A woman, the woman that you know is married and has kids and goes to church and and you know is the model citizen, the soccer mom of the year, Wonder Woman is the same woman who, when they went to college, 
uh, you know, bone some hot stud in a restaurant bathroom, right? So I think a lot of this dad bod uh, stuff, while it might be true, but I kind of feel like there's kind of different aspects to different women at different stages of life, right? So in my opinion, uh, you know, when you're, when you're, women are young, they want to have fun, they want to do these things. A lot of them are looking for, you know, the young, attractive alpha male that's going to rock their world kind of thing. And then potentially the one that they can change uh, into the model husband. Because, uh, you know, there's a lot of women trying to change their men. Uh, and then as they get older, then they start realizing that, you know, maybe security and uh, stability and those sorts of things become a little more important, especially as like biological clock uh, sort of things start happening. And I think a lot of the the dad bod infatuation articles that you'll see um, is probably a lot of women in that stage of life. But don't get it twisted. If you think that the the woman that enjoys, you know, so-and-so's dad bod wouldn't bang Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> at you know, as the old Thor, uh, if they ever had the chance because they love his body then you got it all twisted and you can show, you know how, you know how I know that go look at magic Mike's box office numbers. All right. I guarantee you most of those weren't dudes going to that. So, you know, like I can read article after article about how awesome a dad bod is, but that same person that says, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. My husband's dad bod is over there looking at chatting, Channing Tatum and magic Mike drooling. (laughs) Trust me. Yeah, maybe, but I think, you know, another side to it is what I've talked about on this podcast several times is functional strength. Sometimes a woman can recognize the difference between, you know, some six pack abs man to, you know what, he doesn't have a six pack, but that dude's solid. You know, you can just look at, and a lot of that comes with age. You know, the older I get, I'm not, I'm not, uh, the perfect specimen by any means but uh you know as long as i keep myself in shape which i do what i mean by dad bod is i don't mean like the guy that just sits on the couch and drinks beer all the time you know i'm talking about like the 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 dad that is out there trying to do something to keep themselves in decent shape and then you know they're solid like like me i don't have no six-pack but you fucking push my stomach and uh there's not a lot of flab there it's pretty hard you know if if ray went to punch me it'd probably break his brittle hands (laughs) So what I'm saying is, uh, with dad bod, I don't think it's like the, the fat guy on the couch. That's not, that's not a dad. Like that's, that's some, uh, that's somebody else. That's somebody stuck in their parents' basement who doesn't have a family or a job or anything like that. I think that the, yeah, I think, I think you and I are on different wavelengths with that. But anyway, let's, to get back on topic. So I don't want to spend you know a ton of time talking about dad bod here to get back on topic what you were getting, what you were going with was the fact that if you don't attract your wife to you, she's not going to be attracted to you is, is kind of the whole point. And I think that that's, you know, definitely true. The thing is, it, it does not take a six pack to attract your wife to you. Though. True story. So, you know, it could be, it, it may not necessarily be a, be a problem with your physique. And, and maybe, but maybe it is too, you know, if, if you've changed at, over the time where you've been married, where, yeah, you know, you've gained a hundred pounds and you're, and you look like a, a diff, a totally different guy, she's not going to be physically attracted to you. And that's just, you know, that is what it is. 
And that's a different issue. And, and Ray's absolutely right with that, where that's a problem. You get back in shape or at least, you know, decent shape. You don't have to be Chris Hemsworth. You don't. You do not. Let me just repeat that. You don't have to be Chris Hemsworth with a six pack abs bodybuilder type to be physically attractive to other women. You just don't have to be, you know, and, and I don't want anybody listening to this podcast. to think that that's what they have to be. But there's nothing wrong with being that, you know, if that's a lot of that, I feel the whole six pack abs and bodybuilder physique is, is more for you than, than it, or it should be more for you because you want that. You never should be going to that because that takes a lot of work and a lot of dedication. And if you think you have to do that for a woman, then she ain't the right woman. And that's the point true, of this whole episode. True story. So I think it's important to say that, but you're, but, but. You're right. <clears throat> you do need to maintain some kind of physical, you know, uh, something physical because you just can't be, uh, you know, a fat slob. Like, come on. that Nobody's going to be like, it's just, it, I feel like it's common sense, but I guess you, it, it does need to be said. You know, you can't be the guy sitting on the couch just shoving Doritos down your mouth with food all running down you, you know, and, and uh, you're not taking care of yourself at all. Because you're, it's not necessarily your physique, I think, that ends up your wife not being attracted to you. It's, I think it's more or less the actual fact that she's, like, just disgusted by your behavior. <laughs> yeah, I think that's huge. And I think that speaks to what you said earlier about uh, exuding confidence. You know, like, you can have, you know, you can even have a beer gut. And if you're a beer gut that exudes confidence and, you, you know, you have the personality that attracts her. Because, you know, you just got to find out what, what it is about you that you're your wife is super attracted to sometimes it's just personality sometimes it's just intellect right you know she loves you for the conversations you have and sex is a byproduct you know it depends on you know what it is that actually attracts her and uh and yeah but i think exuding confidence is one of those things that i think all women enjoy and respect and i know respect was one of the things that you wanted to talk about yeah uh, absolutely so if if in your relationship it's very important for your spouse or your wife or your girlfriend or whatever. It is very important for them to respect you as a person. And if you are coming to a point, you know, in your relationship where you can just tell that they are not, they don't respect you anymore. You know, one, there's two things. One, it could be you. And, and we've already talked about that a little bit. It could be that you're letting yourself go. And you're being lazy. You're just playing video games all the time and eating Doritos. And and, and women are not going to be attracted to that. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of a dream, dream world for a man, you know. And there may be some very few women out there. So there are already a lot of them are going to be taken that like that, you know, like the guy that just sits on the couch all day and plays video games. But I'll tell you, you know, most of them, they, they don't like that. So respect. You've got to earn it. You can't just demand it and do no action to earn that respect. But there's another side to it, too, where maybe you are doing things, you know, that your woman should respect about you. You're working your ass off, you know, to, to maintain yourself and, and to make yourself better and, and to provide for your family and provide for your household. And you're doing everything you can, you know, and you're just exhausted all the time. But yet you still just cannot get respect from her. It could be her. And that, that's something that some people, some men need to realize that sometimes there's women that just don't respect anything, you know, and they, and they probably never will. So 
those women you need to move on and hopefully you're not already in a committed relationship and and stuck you know but uh if if you recognize that pretty quickly that you know what she doesn't respect me as a man and that's important a woman should respect you as a man and that's my problem with the culture and what's being taught to, to young ladies is you know they're being taught to hate men almost or 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 think that men are dangerous you know or I don't know what I'm getting at is this she should respect you as a man and if she doesn't and you can tell that she doesn't you should move on you should find a woman that will respect you and and support you I think that that's important too and and something we talked about you know before the we got on on live here is Conor McGregor so Conor McGregor he actually they're not married he has a partner and I don't know what their relationship, you know, dynamic is. But if you go back and you look at and you watch some tapes, uh, some stuff, some videos, tapes, man, when you say tapes, that makes you sound old. But when you watch some some old, you know, video of him and his partner uh, and his or his girlfriend or whatever, you can tell that she respects him and she supports him. She has made Conor McGregor the man that he actually is. And that is super important. A man and a woman, you know, there's there's a reason why we have men and women and they complement each other. And you should be complimenting each other. You should be supporting each other. Conor McGregor, he said it before that he is who he is because of her. She She supported him. She pushed him. You know, she made him the man that he is. A lot of what Conor McGregor is, is because of her. And she doesn't need, you know, and I think that's what makes her great. So I'll just say, you know, she doesn't need like the, the recognition from the media. Like she doesn't need the media to be like, oh, yeah, two time champion Conor McGregor's wife, you know, Conor McGregor's partner. She's just happy with the fact that her husband made it or her boyfriend, what you know, her partner. They're not married, but her partner made it. Her partner is what he is. And that, that is super important to find a girl like that. And if you can, you know, you should do everything you can to uh, to keep her. Yeah, no, I think you're spot on. Um, I don't have anything to add to that because I think it was uh, well done. But I, I just want to highlight three more things. One was ambition, right? In my experience, a lot of women like men with ambition. So if, if – your only ambition is to sit on the couch and play video games and shove Doritos down your gullet. That's what a woman will find that completely unattractive. A lot of them. Right. So, but if you're trying and you're working on yourself and you're working to improve things and you're working to do things for your family, a lot of women will find that super attractive. Um, so I think part of being a man too, I think is to be ambitious, right. Um, you know, you want to grow to become better, um, and that's sort of what the man in the goat is designed to do is to help you become better, you know, figure out your plan and, and how to achieve those, um, those ambitions and those goals. The other thing I wanted to say is, uh, sometimes women have issues with projecting, right? I, I won't say women, right? All people have issues with projecting, right? So if, if they're insecure about something, they will often project it on somebody else. Your wife will do that to you or your girlfriend will do that to you. And vice versa. Sometimes you will do that to her, and that's something that um, you need to be cognizant of. And perhaps both of you uh, may need to work on that thing, right? So, if, you know, if you, don't let your insecurities be the reason why your uh, 
why your relationship failed. You kind of want to make sure that if it is insecurity on your part or her part, how you both can, you know, can help each other out and compliment each other and maybe see it through. And then your relationship will be stronger. And that's how you will grow um, both of you. And then the other thing that I just want to highlight is if you ask, this is just something that I've, um, I've learned in, in my experience. A lot of times if you ask a woman what they want in a man, they're going to tell you, you know, I want to be nice. I want to be good looking. I want to be six, five or whatever, whatever it is. They're going to list out a number of things, this checklist of things that they want to see in a man. Six, five. <laughs> well, I'm just throwing out an example. <laughs> yeah, I'm just throwing out an example. I know I'm six, four. I shortchanged myself. What was I thinking? Anyway, uh, but but you'll realize, you know, that, that that same woman that throws out this checklist is the same guy that will will date a you know a five foot three, two hundred and twenty pound chubby man for whatever reason, right? And because you're gonna realize that a lot of times what people think they want and what they're attracted to are two totally separate things. So the key really is to find out what exactly your wife, spouse, or you know, the woman you want to date or whatever is attracted to, and then you know, if you have those attributes, highlight them, right? Because, um, you know, people, when I was younger, you know, you'd always, whatever, go to the mall, go wherever, and then you would see, you know, you'd see this hot girl with this guy that you're thinking is, you know, she's way out of that guy's league and they're together. And then you you realize that something about that person attracted her, right? Whether it's a sense of humor or whether it's, you'll be surprised what actually attracts women, right? You know, it's not always the physical. I know we talked about that. You don't need a six pack ab. Sometimes you just need a sense of humor because that's what they really enjoy, right? Um, you know, there's a million women, million fish in the sea. So you just got to find that. So um, it's just something to think about, right? Because you're gonna you're gonna see a lot of that, and you're gonna be like, "What the hell was this woman thinking?" Well, they're attracted to something. If you ask them, they probably wouldn't even know. They're gonna say, "Yeah, I want somebody like, you know, Channing Tatum or whatever, or you know, whatever Ryan Gosling or whoever." They're gonna be like, "Yeah, that's my ideal man." And then you know they're gonna date the complete opposite of that because something else is attracting them. Um, so I don't even think women know what they want half the time, you know, and you can figure that out by just asking them where they want to eat for dinner. <laughs> so let's just throw that out there. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I just wanted to highlight those last three things and then, uh, yeah, then well, you can take it from there. You know, it doesn't have to be the last cause I have something, you know, that I yep, want to say yeah, that I think is super important for, especially for young men out there to, to realize you know, with all that being said, what we've talked about, finding a woman that respects you and and taking care of yourself, you know, because that's going to pay dividends with women because it will. But I just want to say that sometimes, well, let me rephrase that. You never know when you're going to find love. But when you do, I truly believe this, you will know. You'll know. And if you know, if you can feel it, then you should fight for that for that person. And what I mean by that is don't let your pride get in the way. You know, sometimes you got to swallow your pride. You got to be the man. But sometimes you got to swallow your pride and do what needs to be done to keep that to keep that person. Now, don't be desperate, you know, and, and chase them to know when, you know, Ray talked about that a little bit, like, you know, where sometimes women will, will tell you, you're, you know, you're in the friend zone and, and sometimes it's just not meant to be. And there's other women out there. And, and, and I think that maybe even you can be in love with more than one person. I don't know for a fact, but what I'm getting at is this, you know, once you, once you know, don't 
just throw it away. You know, don't just be like, well, I'm going to stay true to myself and, and, and be uh, prideful and be the man, you know, and then it turns that woman away. Sometimes you got to adjust. You got to change the way you are a little bit, you know, and you're doing that for a good reason. It's, you know, it's, it's for the person that you love. There's nothing wrong with changing yourself for the better. Now, if she's making you change for bad reasons, then, then maybe she's not the right person. But it's just important, I think, for, for young men out there to not listen to the naysayers or to the, to the people around them if they're telling you, you know, you're too young to know. I don't think that that's true. Now, it's important to bring up the fact that what I already did, that, hey, you know, just because it's the first girl that put out doesn't mean that she's the right one. You know, you got to be careful there. But it is, it, I think there is something to the fact that, you know, in culture now, they're really hitting on the fact that you don't know what love is until you're like 30 years old. No, you know, that that's just not true. Uh, be careful. I think that you should absolutely, if you know you that she is the one, like, do what you can to try to keep that, keep that girl, you know, and, uh, but sometimes it's not going to work out. Sometimes that girl is going to end up being the wrong girl. And, and you may still even feel like that she is, but sometimes you got to let things go. You know, I'm starting to ramble a little bit, but, but the bottom line is, and I think that the important message is it's not just about women supporting their men and respecting their, like we talked a lot about that, like what the woman needs to do. And then we talked about what the man needs to do to keep themselves attractive, but it's important to recognize what she wants. Cause you know, she needs to like what Ray talked about was his wife recognizing that Jim was part of his life. Well, you need to recognize when something's a, a part of your, your spouse's wife or, or, or your, uh, your, your partner's life. You need to recognize that too. And be willing to adjust yourself to that person. You know, it's not always just a take, take, take. There's a give to it as well. And I think that that's something that maybe, you know, could get lost in translation with the man and the goat and what we're, you know, talking to to men about. Look, you may have to give some in order to things to be uh, copacetic and happy. Well, in my relationship, what's mine is mine and what's hers is mine. So let's establish that. No, I'm just kidding. No, you're absolutely right. I agree with everything you said, except there's one aspect that triggered me. Uh, and, and that is the phrase, the one, right? I, I agree with everything you said, right? If you find somebody that you truly appreciate and you truly have a bond with and you truly think could totally work, um, I think absolutely right. You have to fight for that, right? Um, relationships are hard. Life's hard. Relationships hard. Um, you you know you really got to put everything into it. If you're half-assing it, it's, it's probably not going to work. Uh, and I made a joke in social media the other day, and it was basically goes like this. And it was, uh, relationships are easy if you remember two things. Number one, you both of you have to put 100% into it. If either of you half-ass it, it's not going to work. Number two. If your husband's chest is thicker than your ass, one of you has work to do, <laughs> right? And what I mean by that is both what we're talking about. Relationships are hard. You have to put 100% into it, right? And then 
from the physical appearance part, right? You have to make sure that you're physically attracted to somebody. I don't care what anybody says, you know, people want to act like it, but you just have to be right. Um, and it was just a, a funny way of doing it. Cause you know, there's the, I don't know if you've heard it about, but in bodybuilding circles, they talk about the ass chest, you know, you want your, your chest to look like a fucking booty, right? Cause it's so jacked, right? That's the joke. Um, but there's also man boobs, right? So when I say one of you has work to do, it depends on what kind of chest that, that man has, right? So it could, it works either way. It really depends on the person's bias when they read that. Cause you'd have men jump in like, yeah, right. And then you have women jump in like, well, what if he's, you know, what if he's got bigger man boobs than me? But either way, it was a joke that just fed on people's biases, which is why it was funny. But anyway, um, what, what I was really going to get at was the one, right? I, I, do not believe in the concept of the one. And frankly, to be completely honest with you, uh, I think it's, I think it's semi-dangerous, right? Because you have a lot of kids that think they find the one at 14 years old, right? They probably found a one, right? A, a woman or girl that they could, uh, you know, bond with and potentially turn into the, the, you know, the long-term high school sweetheart type relationship people read about and society cherishes. Uh, but I think the reality is, is if you look at divorce rates and look at all these other things, but a lot of these door, divorcees and a lot of these people that find love later in life realize that the person that they thought wasn't the one or they thought was the one wasn't the one. But to me, it's more likely that there's multiple ones. Right. And I think that, you know, you have a lot of kids that are killing themselves because of uh, relationship issues at 15 16 17 years old because oh my god the one I, I think society pushes the idea of the one um on people and i think that it's frankly it's wrong right i think there's there's multiple ones right you could fall in love with multiple women um and i also think that um you know, chances are you will find one woman that you def definitely fall, fall in love with you know case in point marriages right um and a lot of them a lot of them do last, but I just wanted to highlight that uh, don't get too caught up on the idea, basically the idealization of the one, because if you think that you found the one at 16 and then you go off and do something stupid, like kill yourself, something irrevocable, right? You can't reverse that. You know, like everybody says, like the cliche goes, that's a long-term solution to a short-term problem. Because chances are you pro you probably would have found another woman later in college or later, you know, at your supermarket. Like you said, you know, you never know when you fall in love. That's absolutely true. That is 100% true. The problem is you can fall in love multiple times and with different women for different reasons. Um, and I, so I, I kind of feel like that concept of the one is the only thing that, like I said, triggered me. <laughs> Everything you said, oh, like other than that. I think it's totally right because, you know, you also mentioned that you may think someone's the one and then they may they may not be. Well, I think we should just get rid of the concept of the one and you need to make sure that the the woman of value, you should treat her as if she is the one, but know that, you know, the concept of there's only one person out of all 7 billion people on the planet that you could be with. That is something that I think if taken to the extreme could lead to devastating effects like suicide or self-harm or those sorts of things. Yeah, maybe so. But I still actually do believe that there is probably there's there, there is the possibility that there's more than one person. But I don't know that it's as commonplace as you make it seem. I actually will stand by the fact that I don't care what age you are. 
<clears throat> 14 doesn't matter. Now, I already, you know, mentioned the fact that, like, you know, just because it's the girl that's putting out for you and, and you know, you never had sex and, and now all of a sudden you're having sex and, you know, that brings on a whole other thing because despite what you see on Pornhub, or whatever <laughs> porn shit you watch, right? You know, like oh, we all know we all go to porn, man. Quit playing. <laughs> Are there other? Well, there's channels? other sites. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> but despite despite what you what you see on, you know, uh, porn sites, like there there is an emotional aspect to sex. I, I I truly believe that. So you know, if it's if you're a young man and it's the first woman that you're that you're having sex with and then you're going to have some kind of emotional attachment to them. Like that's, that's actually natural. And I think that, you know, the other side of it, like just sex for satisfaction is probably just dangerous. But anyway, um, my, my broader point is this, you're going to form some kind of attachment to that girl because you're having sex with her. Like it's going to happen, you know? So it does not necessarily mean that she is the one like you're absolutely right. And, and I think that, that that's, I think that's usually probably what happens. But what I will say is it does not matter what age you are. You know, if you find the girl that, that you think, or you're, you can feel it. I'm just telling you, it's a feeling. I know for a fact that it is. And maybe maybe you know like people that doubt that have never had that feeling so they don't know and and that's possible but what i'm telling you is you will know and i think that that's a big part of divorce like i don't i don't necessarily agree with you i don't think that it's people get married because they found the one and then later in life they're like oh man i found the one again no i think a lot of times it's they married somebody because they it, it felt like it was the right thing to do, but really it was a mistake. If you don't marry for love and you marry for whatever other reason, that's why I'm telling people not to listen to their parents don't listen to uh, their friends. You know, none of them can tell you who that person is. They cannot, they do not know. So do not listen to them. And that that's very important to me. Do not listen to them because they do not know, you know. So it's important for the, for people to realize maybe I need to not bend over backwards, but maybe I need to do special things to keep this person because this person is special anyway. Uh, and I think what happens is a lot of people get married for the wrong reasons. And, and that's why divorces happen. Either, either a divorce happens or a lot of times um, they end up being stuck and they're miserable, you know, which is terrible too. So I just want to say that I think that, you know, man, this is a love and, and marriage and all that stuff is, is a very, it's a very touchy thing and it's hard. So you're right. You got to work at it. And, uh, hopefully, hopefully you're making the right decisions. And, and my whole point to it is you'll know. And then once you do know, do what you can, you know, it, it maybe not, maybe it won't work out, but, but do what you can. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, I think that was good. I think you will know, you'll know either or, right. You're going to know if this is something you definitely want to fight for and you're going to fight for it, or you're going to know that 
the relationship's over and you no longer want to be a part of it. And I think both are okay. I know a lot of people are, you know, you're going to be worried about a stigma and things like that, especially if it's, if it's the latter and you're going to know that you want to leave. Um, well, I'll hear tell you right now, I am giving you permission to leave. If you were unhappy and you're basically sticking around for, for no reason or for some other reason, other than your own happiness, you only live once. And, uh, I don't think people, I don't think people should stay in a relationship that makes them miserable. Um, for other reasons <laughs> like i really don't you know um i think it's okay and i think uh men should feel like they can leave now on the flip side it should not be some arbitrary yeah you know what i'm ready for some new piece of ass or whatever the case may be like that's not what it should be you know what i mean it should you should definitely work it out if if you're just being selfish and you need to kind of <laughs> check yourself you know uh but I do think that a lot of a lot of people stay in relationships for long term and they're miserable and they hate it and they feel trapped. And I don't think that's any way to live either. But on the on the lighter side of things, I've been kind of negative in the past two two segments. So on the lighter side of things, uh, if you find the right woman, it is absolutely worth fighting for. And it may take some time for either of you to to realize how valuable either of you are. And I'll tell you right now that once you realize that there is a, there's no other, there's no better feeling in the world than to know that uh, the woman you're with is supporting you and you are supporting her. And when you guys start gelling and jiving, like, I don't know, sort of like a machine, um, it gets pretty good, and I honestly I think that me and my wife and we've had a ton of problems, and you know what I'm and on this podcast I'll go ahead and spill the beans on a lot of them, but uh, that'll be later episodes. But we've had a ton of issues, but I honestly feel like, especially like now, um, we are gelling like we've never gelled before, and uh, and I mean it's been like that for a while, but um. But yeah, I I just want to say that on a on a positive note. Yeah, man, that's good. All right, I think I pretty much covered it. You know, I'll probably end up repeating myself if I keep going. But I think it's important for this conversation to be happening. Uh, it's very important for for young people, young men out there, and young women out there to be hearing this. I think, and it's a different perspective. I feel from, from what culture, you know, or what our current culture is, is basically pushing, uh, women support your men. If you support them, oh, it'll make you, I think it would make you happy and definitely will make them happy. And I think that your, your whole life would just be better. You know, support is important and men support your women. But, um, from what I see, really from from the mainstream is more of the i don't know the man hating you know and and the and the women just women just don't want to support men these days and uh that's what we need you know what made you know what made the founding fathers great is a lot of them had great women that were supporting them and pushing them into the right directions i mean abigail adams my daughter's middle name is abigail 
and it, I named her after Abigail Adams, which is John Adams' wife, and she was probably the strongest, one of the strongest women in American history, and uh, she was never president, but she was strong, and and she contributed to this nation, to this nation, and uh, you know, right now it's just a, a fact of like, oh well, a woman has to be a CEO or or president to be to be a strong woman. That's bullshit. She doesn't have to be. She can support a man. And uh, they can have a happy, healthy relationship. And, and then that man becomes president. You know, honestly, I feel like um, it's a shared thing. When you're a partnership, it's a shared thing. So um, anyway, yeah, man, it was a great conversation. I appreciate it. And actually, uh, this was probably one of my favorite ones. So, Yeah, man, that was great. So uh, I think we can end on that, man. So cheers to you, brother. All right. Later. You can follow The Man and the Goat on Twitter and Instagram. Just go to tmntg.com. There you will see a link to Instagram, Twitter. Follow those two things. Also, on tmntg.com, you will also find some more The Man and the Goat tasty goodness.